good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion. First of all, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed sister Makama for this opportunity leading this session of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you and love you so dearly. Esteemed family, right away, we'll move to our prayer segment. And today we are praying, continue praying for the nations of the world. Our scripture will be taken from Psalm 2, verse 1 to 6 in the Message Bible. So in this, using this scripture, we pray and break forth all manipulations of our leaders by Satan and his cohorts of darkness to set the system of the nations against Christians. We insist that Satan desist from his evil strategies against God's people all over the world who affirm that the different arms of government of the nations are free from Satan's influence, from any deep state influence. They are also free from satanic influence and power who proclaim that the nations of the world are aligned with God's will and purposes in every ramification of their laws, policies, regulations in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from, kindly unmute your mic and intercede fervently for the nations of the world. Oh, 
Shaka, 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. For all men, the nations of the world, from their leaders, the kings, the prime ministers, their governors, their presidents, we thank you and we break forth all manipulations of leaders by Satan and his cohorts of darkness to set their country, to set their nations, to set their nations against Christians. So it sets their nations against development for the peace so that the people enjoy the goodness of the Lord. We insist that such manipulation, such manipulations are cut off. They are liquidated. They are neutralized in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Satan and his cohorts of demons, we cast them out of the nations. We rebuke them out of the nations in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray and affirm that all arms of governments of the various nations that under any kind of satanic influence are broken away and free now in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We proclaim that the nations, the nations, they are aligned, the leaders are aligned with God's will and purpose for their nations and they are their focus is to fulfill them in their individual niches. We call for salvation. We declare salvation, righteousness, and peace upon these nations. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the eyes of the leaders, they are opened. They are open. They are open to receive salvation, to receive the knowledge of Christ, the epignosis of Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Jesus reigns in the nations. Jesus is the monarch of the universe. He reigns in every nation, every nation from east to west, south to north. 
policies and regulations. Policies and regulations are aligned with God's will and purpose for the nations. Their leaders, their only focus is to fulfill the will and purpose of God for their nations. They are not tossed to and fro by every form of doctrine. They are not tossed to and fro by their deep state. They are not greedy to receive money from the World Bank IMF against the development of their people, of their nation. They are bold and courageous to to refuse any form of aid that will not be for the betterment of their nations. They do not implement laws that put their people in suffering, that put their people in oppression. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. In this month of victory, indeed, we are victorious on all sides. Indeed, we have the victory. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for an answered prayer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Once again, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed Sister Makama for this opportunity leading this session of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you and I love you so dearly. I also want to thank the prayer to esteemed Pastor Deborah Ma. Esteemed Dr. Sister Kelvin Merisma and esteemed Sister Peace Ma for this opportunity. Esteemed family, thank each and every one of you for availing yourself once again to pray and intercede for the nations of the world. God bless each and every one of you for watching the nations with your words. As you have watered these nations, so are you watered in every aspect of your life god bless you all enjoy every aspect of the devotion right away i'll be handing over to the worship and praise team to lead us in worship and i'll be handing over to esteemed sister abigail Ma to lead us in worship and praise thank you family i love you all over to you esteema as we praise you, you are great, O Lord. Demons tremble, gates are open in your name, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We proclaim the victories we have won. From the nation, shout of glory to you, Lord Most High. I hear the sound of victory as we praise you. You are great, O oh Lord. Demons tremble, gates are open in your name, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 
we proclaim the victories we have won from the nation shout of glory to you lord most high we give you glory your word is prevailing in every nation glory hallelujah from glory to glory victory to victory every praise belong to you we give you glory your word is prevailing in every nation glory hallelujah from glory to glory victory to victory every praise belong to you we give you glory your word is prevailing in every nation glory from glory to glory victory to victory every praise belong to you oh lord our god hey, we praise you lord oh lord our god hey majalaga ikaya oh lord our god my ekalida gazena majela gaye I hear the sound of victory as we praise you, Lord. You are great, O oh Lord. Abagaya, demons tremble. The gates are open in your name, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We proclaim the victory is we have won from the nations shout of glory to you lord most high we give you glory your word is prevailing in every nation glory hallelujah from glory to glory victory to victory every praise belong to you we give you glory your word is prevailing in our nation's glory hallelujah from glory to glory victory to victory every praise belongs to you oh 
Hallelujah. We proclaim the victories we have won. From the nations. Glory to you, Lord, most high. Revelations, shouts of glory to you, Lord, most high. We give you glory, your word is prevailing in every nation. Glory, hallelujah, from glory to glory, victory to victory. Every praise belongs to you. Yes, we give you glory, O God. Your word is prevailing. In every nation, glory, hallelujah, from glory to glory, victory to victory, every praise belongs to you. We give you glory, your word is prevailing. In our nation's glory, hallelujah, from glory to glory, victory to victory, every praise belongs to you. Oh Lord our God, Shiba Kanima Dosoko, we praise you Lord, oh Lord our God. Yeah, yeah, All our worship, all our praise, they belong to you, O God. To no man shall we pour out our worship to your God. They belong to you, O God. They belong to you, O God. The song in our hearts, the words on our lips, Father, they are yours. We bring them as a sacrifice before you, O God. We acknowledge you for who you are. We acknowledge you for how good you are. We acknowledge you, O God, for how loving you are. We acknowledge you, O God, for your mercies and your goodness that endures forever. Father, O God, today, we join the gazillions of angels in heaven to say, holy, holy are you, Lord. Heaven and earth adore you. 
angels bow before you. The lamb upon the throne, Kashunte Antali Serebosiaba, Makote Enteli Kasundele Bosharabaya. We join the 20 and the four elders to say Hosanna to you in the highest. Hallowed be thy name, O Father, for you are God all by yourself. You are God all by yourself. You are God all by yourself. We love you, Father. Oh, we love you, Father. We love you, Father. We come boldly before your throne of grace this morning. Oh, Bashunteli Kasunteli Barakuza. And obtain everything that is needed. Obtaining everything that is needed. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory. We magnify and exalt you, O God. In Jesus' name we have worshipped. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from at this moment. I welcome every one of us to another session of the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Makama, for this amazing opportunity to stand in for you. Thank you, Ma. I do not take it lightly. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Abigail Ma, for that amazing time of worship. And thank you, esteemed Sister Tina and our prayer team and all praise team members for your sacrifice of love, your labor of love towards God and his people. God bless you all. Today is Tuesday, the 9th of May, 2023, and it is one of those very hot mornings in Nigeria. I welcome everyone. This is the day the Lord has made, and we are the ones who are rejoicing, shouting hallelujah, and we are glad in it. Glory to God. The title of today's devotion is Predestination and Personal Choice. Ah, predestination and Personal Choice. Wow. Today's devotion is already sounding like a book. Ah, this is one of those ones you, you, you bring your notes and you're ready. Glory to God. Our scripture for this morning is taken from Ephesians 2 verse 10, the Amplified Classic. And the Bible says, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those things, okay, we may do those good works, which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking parts which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God for Amplified and Amplified Classic. Wow. That's a full meal right there. That's a full meal right there. Sometimes people ask, is there such a thing as predestination? Can I really say that God prearranged my life? Oh, absolutely, yes. They wonder, 
Absolutely, Pastor says. The Bible says he did. We just read it. Yes. Also in Romans 8.29 says, For whom he did for new, he also did predestinate. Oh, glory to God. The question then arises, is God therefore responsible for everything that happens in my life? <laughs> Not really, because you are a free moral agent. Man is a free moral agent. You are responsible for your decisions and actions. Once you become an adult, you have a responsibility for your life. And the onus is on you to make the right decisions in line. Ah. In line with God's destiny and perfect will for you. Just because God predestined your life for something doesn't mean you fulfill it. God don't necessarily, people, okay, people don't necessarily become what God planned for them to be. Wow. Hey, let me take that again. People don't necessarily become what God planned for them to be. It's a personal choice. It's a personal choice you make to fulfill God's plan for your life and be all that he destined you to be. Glory to God. Um, I noticed that the, the this thing is off. Okay. Thank you, Ma. All right, let, let's keep reading. Paul, in his letter to the Colossian church, sent a specific instruction to Archippus, telling him, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Mm. Colossians 4.17 if the man didn't have the responsibility of fulfilling the ministry that God committed to him, Paul wouldn't have instructed him to see to it that he fulfilled it. This also meant it was possible for him not to fulfill it. <laughs> ah. Pastor says, make up your mind. You'll be everything God has destined you to be. You do all that he predestined you to do. And you walk in his preordained pathways. Glory to God. You see? Hallelujah. Before the foundations of the world, the Bible says, before. You know, the, the key word in that sentence, in that particular scripture is before, not after, not somewhere in the plan. Before he preordained us for success. One of the takeaways from this today's rhapsody is this. God had preordained us for success. Only, nothing else. He is not responsible for the defeat. We had been pre-programmed to succeed. 
That is why we have all the blessings and all the grace abounding. Equipments have been made available for us to accomplish the program. Pastor today is saying, if you take stock of your life and you find those loopholes and pitways and pit holes, whatever sign of defeat, God is not responsible for it. However, however, child of God, Today's rhapsody is not a condemnation to where you are. When you take that stock and you find that you have deviated from the path and the preordained path of God for your life, remember, remember that it was before the foundations of the world that he predestined you for success. Have confidence in his unfailing love. Remember that analogy of a GPS, right? Even when you want to go, you impute the address. That particular software has been programmed to take you to destination. When you get into the car and it is telling you, take a right, when you get to the next 10 meters, take a right, take a right, take a right. And then you got to that place and you could see all of the traffic or probably you, you, your mind, you, you weren't paying attention and then you go. You didn't take that right. In as much as you did not, does not mean that you will not get to destination because God is merciful. He is your father and he loves you. With an everlasting love, the Bible says. Not with a love that ceases when you make a mistake. Not with a love that fades away when you deviate. Child of God, you can go back to your father and he will reroute your path. The GPS will automatically bring another set of instructions it will still calculate, though you have deviated. It will not start correlating you. It will not start bringing the history of all your deviations and say, okay, you know, last Sunday we were going to the same place. And even though I had told you to take a, make a, to take a right when you get to this junction, you didn't, you were gisting, you were talking to someone, you were thinking about something, and then you took a left. Okay, for that reason, I've decided I'm not gonna function anymore. You're too stubborn for me to function with you. Ah, no, no, no. The GPS will immediately reroute you. Calculate the nearest way, this, the, the, the easiest and the shortest route for you to get to destination. And it will start giving you another set of instruction. Can you, can you relate that to the, to, to, to the love of our father for us? He cannot abandon you. Yes, this has happened. Yes, you have deviated from the path. Yes, you have missed the call. But he will not say no. 
You know, when you were 16 years old, I told you you were supposed to do this, but you did not listen. When you were 24, you still didn't listen. Now you're 35, you're calling me. I'm not listening to you. Please go. I am busy in Sudan. No, that is not the father we serve. So child of God, pastor is telling us today that it is our choice to walk in this preordained path, in that preordained path of glory and victory that our father before the foundations of the world if you if you if you remember if you remember that it was before you came into the discussion it is before you as an individual became the topic of the discussion that was when your success had already been made available it will literally blow your mind child of god you cannot fail because you're not designed to fail the structure, the design, the DNA, the encoding of your spirit is not such that defeat can come into it. Let this be the contemplations of your spirit, irrespective of everything you see. If you know that it was before, you will have confidence in his unfailing love that he does not change. of your life has been structured by God. People say that a man is the sum of his decision. I did challenge that. A man was the sum of decision that God made before the foundation of the world. You are on a path that had already been structured. Follow through. Stop questioning the direction and just follow. Don't keep your eyes, take your eyes off the challenges and just follow. There is a father who loves you even more than you love yourself. Why not trust him? Today, make up your mind. You don't need that contract more than he needs it. He knows that your tight in it, isn't it? He knows that partnership is in it. He knows that our family is in it. Why not trust him? You need not go bribe anybody. You need not lower your standards. You can make that decision until sickness and every disease in your body, you were not part of the plan. Now get out. Sit and get your hands off. You were not part of the plan. There is a God in heaven who is at work in us, what to will and to do of his good pleasure. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Matama, for this amazing opportunity, privilege to take today's Rhapsody of Reality segment. God bless you so much, ma. Thank you, esteemed family, for being part of today's Rhapsody of Reality segment. God bless you so much. Thank you all. And I'll now hand over to their esteemed Pastor Yinema, who will take us in the further studies. Over to you, esteemed Ma. God bless you, Ma. Thank you, esteemed Sister Kelvin Harris. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connecting through. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies. Praise the Lord. 
He said, uh, Romans 8.29, for he knew all about us before we were born, and he destined us from the beginning to share the likeness of his son. This means the son is the oldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him. Having determined our destiny ahead of time, he called us to himself and transferred his perfect righteousness. He co-glorified with his son, praise God. Deuteronomy 13:19. Call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have said before you life and death, blessings and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Ephesians 1:11. In whom also we have ordained an inheritance, be predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Praise the Lord. Please let us take the confession together. I'm walking in preordained pathways, rightly positioned in God's place of opportunity, and set on the path of sources, glory, victory, and divine destiny. Because of events in my life, has been structured by God to be him glory. For he's the one at work in me to will and to do of his good pleasure. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We are going back to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are still in the book of John, John chapter 4 from 27. Praise the Lord. Just then, Sorry, excuse me. Just then, his disciples came back. They were shocked. They couldn't believe he was talking with that kind of a woman. No one said what they were all thinking, but their faces showed it. The woman took the hint and left. In her confusion, she left her water pot. Back in the village, she told the people, come, come see a man who knew all about the things I did, who knows me inside and out. Do you think this could be the Messiah? And they went out to see for themselves. Caption, is harvest time. In the meantime, the disciples pressed him, Rabbi, eat. Aren't you going to eat? He told them, I have food to eat you know nothing about. The disciples were puzzled. Who could have brought him food? Jesus said, the food that keeps me going is, the, is that I do the will of one of who sent me. Finishing the work he started. As you look around right now, wouldn't you say that in about four months it will be time to harvest? Well, I'm telling you to open your eyes and take a good look at what's right in front of you. These Samaritan fields are ripe. It's harvest time. The harvesters isn't waiting. He's taking his pay, gathering in this grain that is ripe for eternal life. Now the sower is arm in arm with the harvester, harvester triumphant. That's the truth of the saying. The one, this one sows, that one harvests. He knew all about the things I did. He knows me inside out. 
they asked him to stay on. So Jesus stayed two days. A lot more people entrusted their lives to him. When they heard what he had to say, they said to this woman, we are no longer taking this on your say-so. We've heard it for ourselves and know it for sure. He is the savior of the world. After two days, he left for Galilee. Now Jesus knew well from experience that a prophet is not respected in the place where he grew up. So when he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him, but only because they were impressed with what he had done in Jerusalem during the Passover feast. Not that they really had a clue about who he was or what he was up to. Now he was back in Cana of Galilee, the place where he made the water into wine. Meanwhile, in Capernaum, there was a certain official from the king's court whose son was sick. When he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and asked that he come down and heal his son, who was on the brink of death. Jesus put him off. Until you people are dazzled by a miracle, he refused to believe. But the court official wouldn't be put off. Come down, it's life or death for my son. Jesus simply replied, go home, your son lives. The man believed the bare word Jesus spoke and headed home. On his way back, the servants intercepted him and announced, your son leaves. He asked them, what time began to get better? They said, a fever broke yesterday afternoon at one o'clock. The father knew that that was the very moment Jesus had said, your son lives. That settled it. Not only he, but his entire household believed. This was now the second sign Jesus gave after having come from Judea into Galilee. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. And say a big thank you to Esteem Samaka for this opportunity. To have a prolific day, everyone. God bless you and I love you. We love you too, esteemed Pastor Nye. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. I'd like to start by thanking the esteemed Sister Maka for this great opportunity to take us through the Old Testament reading of our Bible study. Glory to God. Today we'll be reading the book of 1 Kings chapters 2 and 3. 1 Kings chapter 2. When David's time to die approached, he charged his son Solomon, saying, I'm about to go the way of all the earth, but you be strong. Show what you're made of. Do what God tells you. Walk in the paths he shows you. Follow the life map absolutely. Keep an eye out for the signpost. His course for life set out in the revelation to Moses. Then you get on well in whatever you do and wherever you go. Then God will confirm what he promised me when he said, if your sons watch their step, staying true to me, heart and soul, you always have a successor on Israel's throne. And don't forget what Joab, son of Zeruiah, did to the two commanders of Israel's army, to Abner, son of Ner, and to Amasa, son of Jetta. He murdered them in cold blood, acting in peacetime as if he were at war and has been stained with the blood ever since. Do what you think best with him, <laughs> but by no means let him go 
let him get off scot-free, make him pay, but be generous to the sons of Basilei, the Gileadite. Extend every hospitality to them. That's the way they treated me when I was running for my life from Absalom, your brother. You also will have to deal with Shimei, son of Gerar, the Benjamite, from Bahurim, the one who cursed me so viciously when I was on my way to Mahanaim. Later, when he welcomed me back at the Jordan, I promised him under God I won't put you to death. But neither should you treat him as if nothing ever happened. You're wise. You know how to handle these things. You will know what to do to make him pay before he dies. Then David joined his ancestors. He was buried in the city of David. David ruled Israel for 40 years, seven years in Hebron and another 33 in Jerusalem. Solomon took over on the throne of his father, David. He had a firm grip on the kingdom. Caption, Solomon. Adonijah, son of Haggit, came to Bethsheba, Solomon's mother. She said, do you come in peace? He said, in peace. And then, may I say something to you? Go ahead, she said, speak. You know that I have... I had the kingdom right in my hands and everyone expected me to be king. And then the whole thing backfired and the kingdom landed in my brother's lap. God's doing. So now I have one request to ask of you. Please don't refuse me. Go ahead, ask, she said. Ask King Solomon. He won't turn you down to give me Abishag, the Shunammite, as my wife. Certainly, said Bathsheba, I'll speak to the king for you. Bathsheba went to King Solomon to present Adonijah's request. The king got up and welcomed her, bowing respectfully and returned to his throne. Then he had a throne put in place for his mother and she sat at his right hand. She said, I have a small favor to ask of you. Don't refuse me. The king replied, go ahead, mother. Of course, I won't refuse you. She said, give Abishag, the Shunammite, to your brother Adonijah as his wife. King Solomon answered his mother, what kind of favor is this? Asking that Abishag, the Shunammite, be given to Adonijah? Why don't you just ask me to hand over the whole kingdom to him on a platter since he is my older brother and has Abiata, the priest, and Joab, son of Zerah, on his side. Then King Solomon swore under God, may God do, do his worst to me if Adonijah doesn't pay for this with his life. As surely as God lives, the God who has set me firmly on the throne of my father David and has put me in charge of the kingdom, just as he promised, Adonijah will die for this today. King Solomon dispatched Benaniah, son of Jehoiada. He struck Adonijah and he died. The king then told Abiathar the priest, you're exiled to your place in Anathoth. You deserve death, but I'm not going to kill you for now anyway, because you were in charge of the chest 
of our ruling God in the company of David, my father, and because you shared all the hard times with my father. Solomon stripped Abiathar of his priesthood, fulfilling God's word at Shiloh regarding the family of Eli. When this news reached Joab, this Joab who had conspired with Adonijah, although he had remained loyal in the Absalom affair, he took refuge in the sanctuary of God, seizing the horns of the altar and holding on for dear life. King Solomon was told that Joab had escaped to the sanctuary of God and was clinging to the altar. He immediately sent Benaniah, son of Jehoiada, with orders, kill him. Benaniah went to the sanctuary of God and said, King's orders come out. He said, no, I'll die right here. Benaniah went back to the king and reported. This was Joab's answer. The king said, go ahead then, do what he says, kill him and bury him. Absolve me and my father's family of the guilt from Joab's senseless mothers. God is avenging those bloody murders on Joab's head. Two men he murdered, men better by far than he ever was. Behind my father's back, he brutally murdered Abner, son of Ner, commander of Israel's army, and Amasa, son of Jetta, commander of Judah's army. Responsibility for their murders is forever fixed on Joab and his descendants. But for David and his descendants, his family and kingdom, the final verdict is God's peace. So Benaniah, son of Jehoiada, went back, struck Joab, and killed him. He was buried in his family plot out in the desert. The king appointed Benaniah, son of Jehoiada, over the army in place of Joab, and replaced Abiathar with Zadok, the priest. The king next called in Shimei and told him, Build yourself a house in Jerusalem and live there, but you are not to leave the area. If you so much as cross the brook Kidron, you are as good as dead. You will have decreed your own death sentence. Shimei answered the king, Oh, thank you. Your servant will do exactly as my master the king says. Shimei lived in Jerusalem a long time. But it so happened that three years later, Two of Shimei's slaves ran away to Ashish, son of Makkah, king of Gath. Shimei was told, your slaves are in Gath. Shimei sprang into action, saddled his donkey and went to Ashish in Gath, looking for his slave. And then he came back, bringing his slaves. Solomon was told, Shimei left Jerusalem for Gath and now he's back. Solomon then called for Shimei and said, didn't I make you promise me under God and give you a good warning besides that you wouldn't leave this area? That if you left, you would have decreed your own death sentence? And didn't you say, oh, thank you, I'll do exactly as you say? So why didn't you keep your secret promise and do what I ordered? Then the king told Shimei, deep in your heart, you know all the evil that you did to my father, David. God will now avenge that evil on you. But King Solomon will be blessed and the rule of David 
will be a sure thing under God forever. The king then gave orders to Benaniah, son of Jehoiada. He went out and struck Shimei dead. The kingdom was now securely in Solomon's grasp. Solomon arranged a marriage contract with Pharaoh, king of Egypt. He married Pharaoh's daughter and brought her to the city of David until he had completely he had completed building his royal palace and God's temple and the world around Jerusalem. Meanwhile, the people were worshiping at local shrines because at that time, no temple, no temple had yet been built to the name of God. Solomon loved God and continued to live in the God-honoring ways of David, his father, except that he also worshiped at the local shrines offering sacrifices and burning incense. The king went to Gibeon, the most prestigious of the local shrines to worship. He sacrificed a thousand whole burnt orphans on the altar. That night there in Gibeon, God appeared to Solomon in a dream. God said, what can I give you? Ask. Solomon said, you were extravagantly generous in love with David, my father. And he lived faithfully in your presence. His relationships were just and his heart right. And you have persisted in this great and generous love by giving him and this very day a son to sit on his throne. And now here I am, God, my God. You have made me your servant, ruler of the kingdom in place of David, my father. I'm too young for this, a mere child. I don't know the ropes, hardly know the ins and outs of this job. And here I am, set down in the middle of the people you've chosen, a great people, far too many to ever count. Here's what I want. Give me a God-listening heart so I can lead your people well, discerning the difference between good and evil. For who, on, for who on their own is capable of leading? Your glorious people. God the master was delighted with Solomon's response and God said to him, because you have asked for this and haven't grasped after a long life or riches or the doom of your enemies, but you have asked for the ability to lead and govern well, I'll give you what you've asked for. I'm giving you a wise and mature heart. There's never been one like you before, and there'll be no one after. As a bonus, I'm giving you both the wealth and glory you didn't ask for. There's not a king anywhere who will come up to your mark and if you stay on course, keeping your eye on the life map and the God signs as your father David did, I'll also give you a long life. Solomon woke up. What a dream. He returned to Jerusalem, took his place before the chest of the covenant of God and worshiped by sacrificing whole burnt offerings and peace offerings. Then he laid out a banquet for everyone in his service. The very next thing 
true prostitute showed up before the king. The one woman said, my master, this woman and I live in the same house. While we were living together, I had a baby. Three days after I gave birth, this woman also had a baby. We were alone. There wasn't anyone else in the house except for the two of us. The infant son of this woman died one night when she rolled over him in her sleep. She got up in the middle of the night and took my son. I was sound asleep, mind you, and put him at her breast and put her dead son at my breast. When I got up in the morning to nurse my son, there was this dead baby. But when I looked at him in the morning, in the morning light, I saw immediately that he wasn't my baby. Not so, said the other woman. The living one's mine, the dead one's yours. The first woman countered, no, your son's the dead one, mine's the living one. They went back and forth this way in front of the king. The king said, what are we to do? This woman says, the living son is mine and the dead one is yours. And this woman says, no, the dead one's yours and the living one's mine. After a moment, the king said, bring me a sword. They brought the sword to the king. Then he said, cut the living baby in two. Give half to one and half to the other. The real mother of the living baby was overcome with emotion for her son and said, oh no, master, give her the whole baby alive. Don't kill him. But the other one said, if I can't have him, you can't have him. Cut away. The king gave his decision. Give the living baby to the first woman. Nobody is going to kill this baby. She is the real mother. The word got around. Everyone in Israel heard of the king's judgment. They were all in awe of the king, realizing that it was God's wisdom that enabled him to judge truly. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And that brings us to the end of the Old Testament reading. Thank you all so very much. Thank you again, esteemed Sister Marka, for this great opportunity. I will now hand over to the esteemed Brother Martins for the affirmation and communion segment. Do have a terrific day, everyone. God bless you. God bless you too, Brother Emmanuel. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you were connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to my dearest esteemed Mr. Marka for this great privilege. Thank you so much. Praise God. At this point, we'll be going into the affirmation segment of this meeting, and the affirmation is on the screen. We affirm I walk in righteousness, I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. Praise God forevermore. I'll be making this affirmation five times this morning. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At this point, we're going into the communion segment and our text is taken from the book of Matthew chapter 26. 
verse 26 to 28. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Kabdagoria, Teregradila, Goribandoja, Lamandos, Govradoshki. As they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave to his disciples and said, Take it, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave them as saying, Drink ye all of it, this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shared for many for the remission of sin. Now take the bread. I am the light of the world. Declare with me, I am the light of the world. I am a city set upon a hill. The name of Jesus is a strong tower. The name of Jesus is where I dwell. In him I live. In him I move. In him I have my being. My path is orchestrated by the Holy Ghost. I do not miss my way. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Hallelujah. Take the cup even now. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, declare, brothers and sisters, I have peace in my life. I have peace in my home. I have peace in my business. I have peace in my job. The peace of God is at work in me. I'm at peace with all men. I grow speedily. I make progress. I move forward by the power of the Holy Ghost. There is joy in my life. There is joy in my life. There is joy in my life. My life is on God's divine, divinely orchestrated pathway. I will never miss my way. I will never miss my way. I walk in the light of God. Thank you, Father. I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Glory to God forevermore. Go ahead and take the cup now. Shubrok long bradish dala bragende kelita. Vladio 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 Tikishkeli Akta Yankiskele Frecken the Kosko Dragatoski and Brigadilla Handiga Glory to God forevermore. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 At this point, we'll be going into the celebration segments. And I'll ask if you if today's your birthday, if today's your wedding anniversary, if there's something or someone you're celebrating today, please quickly come to the chat room. Tell us who this you are celebrating. And if today is your first time of joining us on this global platform, please quickly come to the chat room. Tell us your name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Birthdays, 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 birthdays. Birthdays, 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 birthdays. Siki Baranda Zavra Gatish Talamanda. Seeing that in Zekira Hada. Okay, seems like there's no birthday today. Sister Daisy E says, It's my birthday. Kados go, Fratoski. Happy birthday, Sister Daisy. Any other birthdays? Any wedding anniversary? Any special someone you're celebrating? 
Sister Daliso says, today is my friend's birthday. Sister Mutende, happy birthday to your friend. And Sister Mbapwe says, today is my mother's birthday. Happy birthday to your mom. Esteem Mommy Kamu says, today is my beautiful daughter's birthday, okay? Oh, Tadri, happy birthday to your beautiful daughter. So where the cinema says today is my niece's birthday. Her name is Phoebe. And also one of my pastor's birthday. His name is Pastor Ben. Happy birthday to both. Sister Cynthia says today is the birthday of my younger sister, Beckley Mbella. Happy birthday to your younger sister. Satemitokwe says today is my esteemed pastor's birthday, Pastor Awili Odu Thomas. Happy birthday, esteemed Pastor Awili. Sister Mbapwe says today is my friend's birthday, Grace. Happy birthday to Grace. Queen Roseboss says today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Eunice. Happy birthday to your friend. And Brother Emmanuel says today is my younger sister's birthday. Her name is Becky Mbella. Happy birthday to your younger sister. Okay, Sister Mutende says today is my birthday. Happy birthday, Sister Mutende. Mapalunga, happy birthday to you. Mapulunga, happy birthday, happy birthday. As the Chichi says, today is my sister-in-law's birthday. Her name is Sister Constance. Happy birthday, Sister Onyinye. Pastor Onyinye, she says, today is my dad's birthday. Wow. Happy birthday to your daddy. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Brother Chima says, today is my first time here. My name is Chima Ebuta. Uchenna, I was invited by. Okay, Iberia Ibuta invited me. Okay, welcome here, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a very beautiful place to be. Hallelujah. And my sincere prayer for you that you will grow in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ constantly and continually as you, as you fellowship with us every day. The word of God will come to you fresh, strong. Yes. Glorious things are spoken of you by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. At this point, let us pray for the celebrants. Sekai, Sekai, Kola, Vrondos, Krobodila, Gadra, Dishdala, Mande, Rigiba. Vodion, Disco, Vratos, Separing, Ligon, on the Sashtele Practus, Sashtele Practus, Sashtele Practus, Felic, Takirai, Gadra, Dorian, Dishala, Krondos, Oba, Kaskedigas, Gadra, Gadi. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for everyone's celebrant. Oh, there was great peace upon them. There was peace in their lives. There was peace. Oh, thank you, Lord God. These ones walk in, in your wisdom constantly and continually. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, Shatakabradia. Their path is a shining light that shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. Every day. It is increasing grace for them every day. They are favored unrelentlessly everywhere they go. Men cost them. Men are cost to favor them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Men are determined to do them favor by the power of the Holy Ghost. Bank, Lake, Rose, Kush, Kifali, Rose, Afroctus, Megat, Gadi, Valenkos, Kovratos, Alamandia. Lord, they are protected from wicked and unreasonable men. None of their steps shall slide. They are strengthened with minds by your spirit. And every day their health improves. Every day their health is perfect by your spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name.
Amen. Happy birthday to our celebrants. Praise God. And everyone celebrating, everyone that is here celebrating today, please kindly reach out to Pastor Deborah or Sister Glennis. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. And we've come to the end of today's devotion. I'd like to say a very big thank you to Esteem Stamaka once again for this amazing privilege to anchor this particular segment of the meeting. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. At this point, brothers and sisters, I beseech you to kindly unmute your mics as we share the grace in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you.